Welcome to church. I'm Stephanie, your Atheist Jezebel. We are putting a friendly face on atheism, building communities, and helping the deconverted find their way without religion. Today, I'm going to be talking a bunch about friends. It's been a super crazy last five months, and it isn't over yet. So um, it's been great to have friends. And where, you know, so where I'm at right now, you all know, the divorce drama. It's all, you know, marital sentiment is signed. Life is good, sort of, but not really. <laughs> it's um, an overwhelming amount of tasks. So I want to thank you all for the patience you've had with me being so unpredictable lately. Um, things are going to get better. I can only get so much done before the deadline of the end of the year. So probably, you know, whatever's not done by then is not done. And oh, well, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, life should be a lot better on 420. And that's just because that's the divorce final date. And, you know, what will be will be by then. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for hanging in there. And, you know, I look, I look forward to to giving you regular podcasts in the near future. That said, I'm going to tell you a little bit what I've learned in the last couple months. Friendship's been on my mind a lot the last few months. I'm going to say that's partially because of in the middle of divorce and also a lot of the um, interviews that I've heard with people that have left the church and lost their community. So my my wanting to build community and to make closer friendships, probably mostly related to those two things. Now, the last the last few books that I've listened to, you know, I said listened, yes, because I can't read with my eyes open. It's just, I don't, I don't have time for that right now <laughs> or maybe ever again. I'm not sure. But the last, the last three books, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, which I know I've mentioned before on vulnerability, shame, and authenticity, I would say. Great book. And Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel. I don't even know how to summarize this book. It's just so cool. She's just, she is amazing in every format I have heard her in. Both of those, Brene Brown and Esther Perel, are both just incredible people. Esther Perel in particular, somehow she seems like she's forceful and non-judgmental, which I love. I think that's just so cool. <laughs> both of those books were recommended by Luke. And I'm sure these are the only two that I've read off of his book list so far. Read, I mean, listened to <laughs> so far. But what what great recommendations. Thanks again, Luke. <laughs> the last one I listened to was The Friendship Cure by Kate Lever. And that one's um inspiring and she's got she's got like some cool stories that, that you can relate to. And also just enough statistics where you don't think this is bullshit and stuff that an author made up to sell books. So um, that's the one That's the one I'm going to talk mostly about the little tidbits that I've learned and my thoughts on what I have learned from that particular book. And I'm sure there'll be a little bit of at least a Stair Perel peppered in there and maybe even some Brene Brown. Who knows? 
how this relates to an atheist podcast? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I think I think a lot of a lot of people that are atheists have left a church, and so they have lost some of their important friendships. And we all need to know what it takes to make more, and how to reach out. And and that okay. Well, wow, look at this. So that goes to Brene Brown. You're going to have to be vulnerable to reach out and make those friendships, the new friendships, but also you need to know where to look, right? Cool. So, and then being divorced too, this is another thing. When you divorce, a lot of the time, if you've been a couple for any length of time, you've probably sacrificed some of your own friends and taken on some of your significant other's friends. Now, when you start to split up, that's all, you know, just it's just different. <laughs> so it's just different. Some of you starting over. So I, I, I don't know. For me, it's been a long time coming. So I think I've weaned off most of those friends and started making my own before that happened. But I, I mean, I can see it. I can see it in other divorces going on around me. So uh, that's another thing just to reach out once in a while and say hi to people that need it, even if they don't need it. All right, so let's start here because relationships take a lot of time and they will fade without time invested. 40 to 50% of your available time is going to be spent on your closest friends. 20% on the next level of closer friends, close-ish friends. So a lot of your social time is taken up on a small amount of people. Now that said, keep that in mind while I tell you about one of my favorite things I've learned. (laughs) There's a guy named Robin Dunbar. He's an evolutionary anthropologist, and he has this thing called Dunbar's Number. You can see a TED Talk on it. You can pull up uh, just images to see the concentric circles of how he believes his group relationships work. Apparently, he came up with this around in the 80s, and I, I had no idea. So I don't know how that happened, but um, I know now, so it's good. But if you picture four circles, four concentric circles, your tiniest circle in the middle is your five-ish closest friends, your primary support group, people you can count on for anything, anytime. There's a next circle around that, which is about 10 more people, which is a social network of friends, the people you like to hang out with, you want to hang out with. You're like, let's go, let's go play darts and drink a beer or whatever, volleyball, you know, if you like to go outside. And then there's another circle around that 35 people 35 more people so now you've got five of your close friends 10 of your close-ish friends and then 35 more making about 50 people which are your people you would probably probably invite to a bigger party or you might see them once in a while you know as a I don't know chamber of commerce mixers just uh, chat for a little while once a week who knows and then there's a bigger circle on the outside of about 100 more people bringing you to 150 total. Now that 100 is acquaintances. They're people you just say hey to. And you know, you know enough about them to chat, but you might only see them once a month, every couple months, or you might stop by and have coffee if you just happen to be in the same place or if you ran into each other. You know them, but you don't know them, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> so, so now, the whole thing that, the whole point of this to me was that you have to be 
super careful who's in that five and 10 group, in my opinion. You want to really think about this. You want to really think who you can count on and who you want counting on you maybe too. I hadn't really thought about that till just now, but I think that'll, maybe that'll happen naturally. But, but since that relationships take so much time, I think it's smart to curate your friends. You know, make sure, make sure you're hanging out with who you know will support you and that who you are happy to support as well. Cultivating them, that means you've got to, you know, you've got to look for them. And you've got to spend that time taking care of that relationship. Don't let it, don't let it die because you got a girlfriend <laughs> or a boyfriend. That's like the number one way people lose friends right there, I think, is, is you get a, a new romantic interest and then everybody else just gets ignored. And, and from what they said, I believe the number was around six months. You got around six months to save that, to save those relationships that you're no longer investing time in before they're, they're just gone. You know, people move on. They'll put somebody else in their five circle, I guess. Um, so now that's a really important thing to think about because there's one other thing that, there's one thing that Esther Perel says, separateness is a prerequisite for connectedness. That's really important. So not investing all your time in one person that you want to be connected to and just, you know, you need to, you need to still maintain your own hobbies, sports, friends, outside of even your five best friends, especially outside of that one significant other, if there is one, you need to hang on to, hang on to yourself in the process. And I know this is a, it's not done well by me in the past. It's I'm doing it pretty well now, <laughs> but maybe too well. And maybe that's why I'm getting divorced, but whatever. So be it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so now curating your friends, the people, the people that you really, really want to be with, cultivating those friendships by spending that time with them and not letting that go by concentrating only on one new shiny object. <laughs> And also, I think you should call your friendships, which means do take a look at who those people are. Who are these people? Is there is there someone in there that you would call toxic, which I don't like that buzzword, but duh, you know what I mean. Duh, not um, look back at why are you spending time with this person? And if it's someone that deserves your time, because it's limited, you don't have as much time as you think and you want to hang on to those really important friendships and make sure you maybe move some of those ones to the outer circles if, if necessary. I guess, I guess there's a word that I struggle with and it's obligation. I think we all feel it or most of us obligation and responsibility. Now, if we're talking about parents, unless they're absolute jerks, then well, yeah, I mean, you do have a level of responsibility, obligation, or do you? I mean, this this can be up for debate. You guys tell me what you think. But, I mean, that's just cool. It's not because of the commandment, because I don't care about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just being a respectful, very cool person is good, too. Hmm, this is, this is worth some extra thought, I think. But, but I would say, unless you're... Uh, you know what? I ran into someone the other day just before Christmas. 
the happiest holiday. That was sarcasm, if you didn't catch it. Um, where where she she just said, oh yeah, no, we we stay in town. I only like the person I married and the persons I've given birth to. No time with extended family. No time with her family. And I I wish I I wish I knew that person better to ask the questions. I think it's unfortunate that people have these kind of families, but I also think friends are better families in some cases. So go ahead and cut off those people that need to be cut off. You don't have saying that they can never come back, but I know that was a weird rambling, weird rambling thing of me thinking on the spot. (laughs) Oh, well. So yeah, that's what I think about that. I think, I think you need to be careful with what we're going to go ahead and call toxic people. People that aren't serving you well. All right. So there is also a chapter on the internet. And I thought that was really cool because I have definitely found my people on the internet. It's through this podcast, number one. I actually have made some really great friends. Uh, you know who you are. <laughs> and and I, I definitely have probably some more room in my 10 circle. Might even have one more spot in my five circle. Just, you know, putting it out there. <laughs> but uh, the internet now is it's more about connecting than isolating. So, so some people think it's a way that you just stay in your room and don't go outside. I wouldn't encourage that. But, but I would encourage you to find those people that have something in common with you, something that you relate about, you know. So where we start with this podcast is atheists. We are either never been, never been Christian, religious, or deconverted. And there's, you know, those are things that only people that have been deconverted can probably understand talking to each other about the scars that are left from church. But also, it's nice to talk to somebody that doesn't have the scars. So I think it's kind of fun for me to meet all of you deconverted people too, because it's um, it's almost puzzling in a way that that this has happened to people. And and I just I just want you to know that it's it's not bad out here on the other side. So anyway. Anyway, so it started for me meeting people through this podcast. I started on the Yappers group with the Facebook, you know, private group. So nobody knows if you can't be out as an atheist, although I would love everybody to be able to say, yeah, I'm just not into God anymore. Sorry. And I'm seeing more and more of that around in public places. And maybe it's just because I'm looking now. I'm not I'm not sure. Getting out, uh, you know, online and finding those people that have your common interests is a great start to making new friends. You can be a little bit braver, maybe. And I do think that video is the way to go. I think Marco Polo is genius. So it's not like um, because it doesn't take the time of a FaceTime or Skype where you have to be there right now. 
you know, some of us live in different time zones. Actually, a lot of us live in different time zones. So we don't always get that message right away. Or, you know, some of us have jobs, (laughs) crazy things like that. (laughs) But some of us have a job where we can talk all throughout the day, which is me. (laughs) But (laughs) randomly talk throughout the day. But it's really neat because you can put your... You can put your thing out there. And I'm sure if it was an emergency, you you could find someone to talk to immediately and just say, hey, you know, Stephanie, can you, you know, answer me? <laughs> like if I get a message from the group versus a message from a single person, I might think that single message is a little bit, that side message is a little bit more important and I better get to it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's such a fun concept. I love it so much. and And making friends that way, I think it's the best. Now, what I would say, you know, I think you've heard me say this before. We make these friends all in the different time zones. But the more of us that are out there, the more of us are going to end up closer together. I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm super looking forward to that. And I'm super looking forward to some of you reporting back that what somebody is like right down the street from me. But until that happens, I think it's, it's also very cool to maybe you know get outside and meet your neighbors, <laughs> which um I'm gonna try to do. I've been in my new fabulous apartment since November first, so almost two months, and I've seen two of my neighbors and said hello, and I know their names, but that's as far as I've gotten. I uh, I've never been super great at that, but I also grew up with great neighbors as a kid that everybody knew everybody and it, that was it's really a plus so so there's an encouragement and I think everybody needs a hug once in a while so you probably should have at least one person close by make friends at work if you don't like anybody at work get a different job yeah that's my opinion how about that <laughs> anyway I feel like I found my people through this podcast and it is definitely making a huge difference in my life. So I'm thankful to all of you for that. And, and you know, and it just, it meant, it meant a lot to me. So Omar from Fade to Gray popped in and said hi to me one day just on my own, just to reach out and say, you know, you're cool or something to that effect, which is, you know, it's true. But, <laughs> but I, I was just, it made me so happy. It really made my day that someone stopped for just a minute to say hey and have a great day that kind of thing and and I I just I hope I can be that for some of you as well and just reach out reach out don't focus on who needs it everybody needs it and it's just it's really fun and it's good for you and it's good for them so all right well that's probably that's probably enough rambling for now I know this isn't going to be a super long podcast because me talking to myself well it just it's not the same so (laughs) for for the future I definitely want to keep bringing on some people so any of you that are interested in um, in becoming you know maybe being interviewed you let me know and probably right now well, I'll eventually have an email address. Things will be changing. You never know. For now, probably the quickest way is Facebook Messenger. And I assume you can do that through Yappers. 
I hope so. If you can't, though, I'm not going to put my phone number on here, but <laughs> well, I, actually, I wouldn't really care because I just won't answer it. If you're not already in my thing, you'll just have to leave me a voicemail. Old school. Anyway, if you want to, if you want to be an interview, I want you to let me know. Otherwise, I've got a few ideas for who I would like to talk to coming up soon. And also, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a pretty special guest in maybe January, could be February, hard to say. And then um, I also want to talk about maybe some of the most impressive people of last year, well, this year. Um, I really thought Dave Warnock has made just a huge impact in the, well, I, I, I'm going to say in the world, but atheist world for sure. I mean, the Dave Warnock dying out loud, he's on Facebook as that, Dave Warnock dying out loud. If you haven't heard on him, you're probably living in a hole. He's been on every podcast I listen to. His story is incredible. And he's just brave and just a really, I am, I'm just um, impressed. I love it. So thank you, Dave. And also, thanks to Luke King for getting this whole thing started and handing it over to me, even though it's taken a little bit to get rolling. <laughs> because July 19th, I separated from my husband. July 31st, I was offered this podcast. And whew, July 10th, the marital settle agreement was signed. And now, now it's just crunch time to the end of the year. And then I think things will be a lot better eventually, I hope. Well, I know as soon as they slow down. <laughs> anyway, thank you to all the wonderful people in our Marco Polo Yaptron group and Facebook Yappers. Much love goes out to our Fade to Gray Network friends as well for keeping things weird and interesting. Always something to watch over there for sure or listen to. <laughs> all right. That's all for this year. If you'd like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com, your atheist pastor. Happy 2020, everybody. Okay, because I do not want to re-record or try to figure out how to overdub one silly little mistake. I'm just going to clarify. The marriage settlement agreement was on December 10th, 2019. <laughs> the divorce date final is for 2020. Hmm. You know, I think that's a lot funnier than Future X does. He's like, are you going to, so you going to start smoking pot? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. You know, like, who's going to stop me? <laughs> All right. And those of you who know me really well, I hope you're proud of me for not mentioning anyone's name who starts with D. Yeah, it could be one, could be two. I don't know. You know, you just have to, you know what? You have to be on the Marco Polo Yavtron to figure that out. And then, you know, you'll know everything. Yes, there you have it. The end.